Hey, Lance. Hey, D. It's my 21st birthday, and I'm fucked up, and it's 1 o'clock, and I fucking love your show. All right. <laughs> This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host tonight, D. Simon. Uh, Wackerly is on vacation this week. Yeah, believe it or not, uh, some people can afford to take a vacation, while other people can't. I'm not going to ma- name any names here. Um, I'm joking, actually. I, I am not even envious of uh, Wackerly's vacation right now. He has to go with the, with the wife's family to, like, some remote cabin in Montana. Ugh. Yeah, it's terrible. That voice you just heard over there is uh, Harrison filling in tonight. Um, uh, uh, Andrew Harrison. <laughs> I got I to gotta, I gotta make, I gotta, like, uh, practice a few times with that. Um, you were on the show a few weeks ago. We were talking about comics. Yes. You're indeed. my neighbor. You're a processor, and uh, you're filling in tonight. Thank you for doing that. I'm a process server. A process server. Yeah. Yeah, processor would uh, be like processor, a word processor. Yeah, or like if yeah. I process cheese and meats. Yeah, perhaps. you're not. You're a process server. Yes. That's what you are. Harrison is your DJ name because you uh, also did radio for many years. Yes, I did. You have a way better radio voice than I do. Why, thank you. Yeah, you do. It's, it's got that deep kind of baritone. I got that like nasally, whiny Jew voice. Coming up on the hour, it's Norman Greenbaum with Spirit in the Sky. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, so Wackerly this week is out uh, with his wife. They're going to this remote cabin in Montana. Her entire family, even distant relatives that live like elsewhere, not even in the state, and they're all together for a whole week in a cabin would you totally go shining? Like, you know, get an axe, start no TV, no beer, makes Harrison something? Everyone would kill each other. Could your family... Have you ever done that with your family? No, no, because you can't... I mean, I think, I think it, it, it's like a Protestant... I, I, you know, I think it's like a waspy thing, maybe? Yeah, no, she, her family's very religious. Yeah. They're, uh, I think they're Protestant. They might be Catholic, but they're very religious. Yeah. Half my family's Italian, the other half is Jewish. Uh, you can't... You know what I mean? You could spend like three hours with them. That's about that's, it. Tops. That's the thing with uh, my extended family. It's just funerals and mm-hmm. weddings. And weddings only if I have to go to the wedding. Usually it's just the funeral because, you know, you have to pay your respects. But I don't mind the funerals because everyone's kind of somber. You know, they're depressed. They're crying. Give you a few hugs and you just leave. Jewish funerals are terrible, though. Uh, they're very, Catholic yeah, they're very funerals depressing. funerals are great because you just drink a shit ton. I've always said that. The Irish... Mm-hmm. Um, can definitely celebrate. They celebrate a funeral right, you know? Yeah, yeah. You have a wake, but you get wasted. Jewish, it's like nobody, there's no drinking there's involved. There's no alcohol. The, the mirrors are covered to prevent ghosts from getting into the world. I don't know. You, you smoke know? a shitload of weed. Yeah. No, you don't do that. <laughs> but that'd be great. No, it's a, it's a really sad, lugubrious occasion. You know, it's me using that term. 
very uh it's a five dollar word right there yeah i had to throw that in it's the word of the day um but yeah it's a very sad somber occasion you're like sitting there everybody's wearing black you're eating bagels and locks and you're just kind of it's just it's you're supposed to like spend time with a family and then every like half an hour you say prayers it's uh it's awful sitting shiva is not fun no it's no, not fun you you're just, not getting wasted you got to do that all day yeah you got to talk to like really weird looking old people but you know what's worse than hanging out with your own family for an extended period of time? Hanging out with your girlfriend's family. Yeah, no, that would be... Have you ever done that? I've done it for, you know, an evening or a day. You well, know? are you talking just parents? Are you talking like hanging out with like her aunts, her uncles, her cousins? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. Yeah, that's no. what uh, Wackerly's doing right now. Oof. I wouldn't be able to deal. I mean, I know uh, my girlfriend goes on this retreat with her family every year, two weeks to like a like a a cabin or something on the beach on the east coast and they yeah two weeks together and when she tells me like towards the end of the two weeks like they hate each other this is why i only date uh orphans i know you know that was always my rule it's just mm. i want to date a girl whose parents are dead mm. uh, only people you know only women who, who grew up as like soot-faced dickensian children with no parents at all chimney sweep governor <laughs> yeah one of those types yeah exactly uh, do you want them like, like have all four limbs or amputees are all right? Yeah, no, they're I, like polio. Give them polio <laughs> and, have, and then d- don't give them a wheelchair so they're just crawling just around. Just like one of those cerebral yeah. palsy braces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Get a broken woman there. So, uh, Harrison, you're on the show this week. Before we started, during pre-production here, giving away some of the show's secrets, pulling back the curtain, uh, we were talking about uh, you had a weird experience at work. And it wasn't, I thought you were serving some, you know, uh, serving some processings here. No, I... Process server, you're serving, uh, what what are you serving? I'm serving legal documents, summons, subpoenas. Subpoenas. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were serving some subpoenas, but this doesn't even have to do with the subpoenas. No, I I took a job with an acquaintance of mine who's very wealthy from a prominent wealthy oil family. So is that, are they Texan or something? They got oil money. Uh, not a bush. I, I'm not going to say anything more than that because I don't want to get sued. Okay. Yeah. He can probably afford more expensive Jew lawyers than you can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And let's just call this, this fellow Travis, this kid. He's like, Travis. He, yeah, he's younger than me. He's a kid. He, I guess he stands to inherit a lot of money. He's a complete, just utter disaster piece. Just a degenerate from a what degenerate. you're telling me. He's basically, if, if you take like crazy, you know, long fingernails peeing into jars Howard Hughes and and then you crossed it with Paris Hilton you'd have this kid wow so he's yeah. just like already just kind of psychotically um, he, he's divorced a, from reality he's a hedonist degenerate who lives in a fantasy world I mean own. has he ever gone to like has he ever had any responsibilities just trust fund pays for everything he needs uh, yeah never has had any kind of want N- never I he he was on the phone. Well, anyway, I, 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 I went to work for him. So have you ever seen, I, I don't mean to cut you off yeah. here, but let me tell me if I'm on the right track. Okay, okay, okay. Have you ever seen that movie, The Toy, with Richard Pryor? No, actually. you never seen that? It's like this really rich guy buys his son a black man as a toy because his son's, you know, bored. And so he, Richard Pryor is his toy. And they get, you know, as he gets to hang out with him. And he's, I'm, I'm picturing something similar happening here. This was kind of like what that was. Yeah. yeah. I had to humor. I, I thought it would be like many stupid things that I do. I thought it would be a great idea and fun. Um, I thought I'd get to be like a goon, 
You know, I've always wanted to be a goon. Were you going to be like a chauffeur? Yeah, but I, I thought I'd get to, you know, meet some influential movers and shakers in the in the oil world. And Does that make sense? Or maybe world. if somebody owes him some money, you shake him down? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, I can see that. It's romantic. No, no, I had to, I had to take this kid to the hospital. He's a hypochondriac. He believes uh. that he was vomiting blood and, and he's... His body makes no sense. He's got fat in like all the wrong places that don't. It just it. It's disturbing. It's actually disturbing looking. You know what it is? It's these blue bloods. It's, they're incestuous. They're genes. They're all contorted. He's probably never like even went for a jog before. They all have polio. Yeah, they do. It's inbreeding. Yeah. So wait. So he's a hypochondriac. Goes to the hospital complaining about these imaginary diseases. The doctors and nurses probably know him. They, they probably ha- hate him. They hate him. They have to humor him. Like, like you did. Like I did. And so then what? So was he just the whole time like ranting, swearing at people? Yeah, he's swearing at people. He's being a he's total coarse. jerk. Uh, he's, he's on the phone with God knows who trying to be a big shot. Sounds like a big shot, but he's not actually getting anything done. But is he like just shoving drugs up his nose? He and, was uh, totally just like disrespectful to any kind of uh, rules or regulations of the hospital. He wasn't doing that in the hospital, but when I drove him around, he was just doing drugs in my car while I was driving. When you say doing drugs, are you talking just like smoking a J, smoking a little little grass? No, he was he was he was basically smoking heroin off of aluminum foil. Okay, now that's definitely now that that's a hardcore drug. Now that's like, yeah, yeah this guy's doing hardcore illicit drugs in your passenger seat. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'd be a little nervous about that. I was. It didn't occur to me later. That actually, the reason I quit was I realized that, wait a minute, if we get pulled over, you know, this guy's got like $5,000 an hour lawyers. I, I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be, you know, six ways from fucked. It'll, it'll, it'll be, yeah, you're going to be in L.A. County. Yeah, it won't end well for me. Yeah. They'll say it was all me. They'll say, you know, God knows what else they'll pin on me. So I, I was like, I'm not going to do it. But one of my, did I tell you about but the last task I had to do for him? Um, Did you just do this one day? You spent the whole day with the kid? Yeah, yeah. It, my day started at 4 a.m. when I had to go drive to the hospital to meet him at the hospital. Oh, that, that's when it all started? That's when it all started. You had to go pick him up at the hospital? Yeah, yeah. I had already agreed to work for him the day before. You, so. This guy has no friends that he doesn't per- that No one purchase. can tolerate. I don't think anyone can tolerate it. Does he have siblings? Yes. They probably hate him too? Yes. Yeah, Okay. I mean, no one's going to go... That's, that's what's funny to me. The kid's such a hypochondriac, probably bitches all the time about being ill, and uh, it's cry for attention. Nobody wants... Nobody cares. No, no. Unless you're being paid to care, which uh, you did. I was being paid to care. I had to sit there in the hospital, and it, it, was, it was disturbing. Um, I also had to set up... He wanted me to set up a, a gangbang for him, uh, and not just... Uh, like a pansexual <laughs> gangbang. What do you mean pan? Like uh, men, like women, men, women, dwarves. Everybody's fucking everybody. No so dwarves. Like he, he wanted you to set up an orgy. Yeah, basically. Where? Uh, logistics here. You know, that was never clear. Um, I had started sort of trying to find people for this to set up this thing, to schedule you, this. I thing. mean, do you do that kind of thing? Like, if I mean, if on a you know, short notice, you could just go out and call some people. Hey, we're having a big get together at my house. No, you know, people that will just come over and start fucking. Uh, I don't, but the, you know, there's the internet. Oh, so wait, was he hiring like porn stars? 
No, no. I was just he was just like do it, and I was just gonna you know get some <laughs> get some hookers on the internet. And, and okay, have, so he was gonna pay these people. Yeah, he was gonna pay them. Yeah. Was he videotaping it? Was this like so to put on the internet? Like was he making a porn? I don't really think he could get his shit together enough to like get a video camera and not lose it and turn it on. Like I. Where was it going to be? Like at his house or did he run a venue? You probably get a motel room or something or a hotel room or God knows what. Did you get the hint or the idea, the impression that he's done this before? I got the impression that he's done it before. I also got the impression that I'm not sure how much money he actually has access to because any sane person would not give him access to any money. Yeah, he probably, you know, what probably happens. He probably has to call somebody and like the, uh, trustee of the will like gives him out like, an allowance an allowance yeah you know because because yeah i mean he he it, I, I highly doubt he has free access to all the millions of dollars that are in his trust i'm not exactly a mormon i'm a decadent person right but yeah, this guy mr fetlife over here yeah this guy <laughs> I, I am a Mormon. So what did, you, did you actually get any hookers to uh, come over to a hotel or were you just like, fuck this? I'm, I'm done. I, no, I started like emailing people and I started setting it up. <laughs> and then I, what do you say in an email? Like, Hey, yeah, we're having this little get together. Yeah, just, you know, don't bring any clothes. You don't need them, but bring some condoms. Yeah, they know they're, they're okay. professionals. You know, <laughs> they know what's going on. Um, what was the clam to ham ratio? You know, there was supposed to be at least one guy because he wanted to like get fucked as well as fuck. Oh, so wow, this guy, wow, he's a yeah. deviant. Yeah, yeah, he, well, he's just... Or he just does anything, trisexual. I, I guess that's why I said pansexual uh, gang. So man. he's open to any kind of experience. Yeah, there. yeah. Wow, yeah. Don't pass out around this guy. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so what happened? Did you just... Uh... I No, I, I talked to somebody who, who made me aware of the fact that I would... I was kind of being paid to be the fall guy in the situation uh, if anything went wrong with any legal thing I did for this guy. Um, and the pay wasn't good enough for that. How much was he paying you, if you uh, don't mind me asking? I, I think I got, I got like 100 bucks for the day. Oh, that's know? it? Yeah. Yeah, dude. You I mean, what? I was going to ask for more because I had to... I had to talk to the, I was supposed to have a meeting with the mother the next day and it was the whole thing. God, you, you know, I, w I wouldn't even deal with this. I just, I have a fantasy of like living in the pool house behind, you know, a wealthy family's home, like Cato Kalen, you know? Like wearing a white Hugo Boss suit. Yeah, well, yeah, or just like being like a white. beach bum guy living in a garage or living oh, like, so more like a magnum pi kind of guy yeah yeah exactly but not a pi yeah but i live you know in the pool house behind the rich person like mansion yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah and then they just call you when they need you exactly yeah that's not a bad job i'm sure you can find like why don't you go hang out where like Corey feldman hangs out uh would you want to be like Corey feldman's henchman or you just you just uttered the word do you want to be like Corey feldman <laughs> Just, no, I'm saying just, Corey Feldman's henchman. Okay, Abs no, I, I'd rather, I'd rather. Uh, stab oh, you have higher aim. Like I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather stab myself in the dick hole <laughs> than than do that. No, no, no. I know Pauly Shore is looking for an assistant, and I'm always very paranoid about. I'm always very paranoid about becoming part of an entourage. You know, oh like yeah. When, when I moved to LA, I was like, oh, I don't want to, you know, become part of an entourage. I'm very. I, I sometimes I feel like it might happen, and I'm like, ah, got to stop this, got to shut it down. 
I'm far too annoying to be a, in, a, in an entourage. I don't think people like to spend that much time with me. I, yeah, I, I grade on people's nerves. And I understand that. And not to mention, I kind of hate most other people, too. So I w- wouldn't even have enough people that I'd want to hang out with all the time. Like, if you're an entourage, don't you have to hang out all the time? You do, but I, I, I don't know. I get the feeling that sometimes you just, like... You know how, like, sometimes you're, 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 you're fucking some, some girl, and then all of a sudden you're in a relationship? I feel it like happens. the same thing could happen with an entourage. It's like next thing you know, you hang out with one dude, and the next thing you know, it's like you're, you have a nickname. Yeah, you have a nickname, and you're going to, yeah, you know, I, I feel like it you're just happens. You're wearing sandals. You went <laughs> in shorts, yeah, God forbid. Um, yeah, it's a good thing that you got out of that when you could, you know? Yeah. Before it got too late. I mean, it was just. It got messy. The anno- like, I probably would have quit anyway just because the, just the annoyance of, of the whining. I, you know what I could picture happening though, which I could you just like reaching wit's end and just giving him a sound thrashing, and next thing you know you're gonna get arrested for assault. Yeah, and yeah, then, I could see that happening. Yeah, I, I, I definitely could. Although I could probably sue him for like damaging my fists or something. Because <laughs> that, you know, he's a, what's he gonna do? Sue me? I have nothing. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, it's good to have you on the show. I think you should go back to uh, serving subpoenas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you still get some good. You still get some good stories out of there. It's still just as shady. Yeah. Um, but I'm my own boss. You know, maybe you could serve a subpoena to like a porn director who is directing a gangbang. Okay. Yeah, Best I, of both worlds. I could do that. Well, sometimes you have to stake people out. All right, that's all right. I just got to stake out the set. Do you, you have know? binoculars? Uh, no, I have a camera, like a long lens camera. Oh wow, like yeah. a uh, zoom lens. Yeah, I don't fuck around, man. You know, nice. That's like that's legit. Yeah, oh that yeah, legit. Anyway, um, I read something interesting this uh, this weekend. I'm, and it's it's weird because I read the article, the the title, and I thought this was like something from the Onion, one of those many um, parody newspapers. But no, this is actually a legitimate headline from a legitimate news organization, CNN. As so I pulled this article from CNN, ISIS plans to blow up the Queen this Saturday. This, this, like, coming Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, we're, you know, we're recording the show a little early this week. Why announce it ahead of time? Why not just do it and then... Well, because they're fame whores. But, yeah. I, I, and plus, you know, they're kind of like, okay, now, now security is going to be omnipresent. You know, everyone's going to be on edge mm. trying to protect the queen. Mm. But it's just, why the queen? Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> and then you're thinking, like, you know, if they did blow up the queen, what would happen? I think people will get upset. I think people who didn't care all of a sudden would be like, they'd care that the queen was, you know what I mean? Just like that English job down at the pub that you know, just was like all up in arms when the royal family got, you know, when Prince William got married to Pippi Longstocking. Right, exactly. And like he was all like, our tax dollars going to like funding this wedding and just all upset about the, uh, the royals. But then if someone kills the royal, then all of a sudden they're like, all right, we're going to go bomb those motherfuckers. Yeah, no, the, then the queen would be the greatest person to ever live. A living saint. Yeah? That has to be avenged. And I, guess, I guess that's how, how it works. So, a royal assassination plot's being orchestrated from Syria by ISIS commanders. ISIS. Now, the, the one thing I like about ISIS is they're just, they're, they are a legitimate um, terrorist organization. Like, we actually have an enemy. You know, it's like everyone can be like, okay, we can now make movies with ISIS. It's like Cobra and G.I. Yeah, they Joe. are like Cobra yeah, from like G.I. Cobra. Joe. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're hooded. They should almost have a Cobra commander just for like dramatic effect. And resurrect Serpentor. 
Who's the Who's the guy? Destro, the metal guy. Yeah, Destro with the metal thing. They should make one of their guys, one of their bigger guys, wear like an all metal outfit and be uh, Destro. Yeah, yeah. Or and at least like you know have like a couple guys that are just like well known, just you know badass evil guys. Yeah, or like have a guy with a chainsaw for an arm, and they call him you know chainsaw. Yeah. Right. Or, oh, I mean, they'll, it'll yeah. probably be something in Arabic. But yeah, right, but yeah. I, I see where you're coming. Yeah. Or like, you know, like Red <laughs> Scorpion. You know, and Red Scorpion's this guy. He's got like some kind of genetically attached like scorpion stinger thing on his back. I like Red Scorpion and I want the action figure. Yeah, I think I think it'd, it'd be kind of cool. And then and that's what we make movies about. It's just like, OK, now Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise going over there to fight ISIS. Right. Yeah. That's the way it works is we have a defined foe. But anyway, ISIS, just going above and beyond here. It's like, you know, they're like, nah, we don't need to get David Cameron. We're going to go big. Let's get the queen. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the country would ever recover from, from, from that a, From an attack on the queen? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, what they're trying to do, what they're planning on doing here, though, is kind of what uh, they did at the Boston Marathon. It's a, they're playing just a pressure cooker-based improvised explosive device a model and bomb that they let off at the marathon. And that killed, you know, that wounded like 300 people, killed a few people. Yeah. You know, and, and you, know, I, you know, they could. And that, that's the thing with the, with the royals. The royals come out and they make a lot of public appearances. And, and we don't actually know what the queen does. I mean, the queen might actually be the glue that holds Western society together. She might be Atlas holding up the, the goddamn globe for all we know. You know, they could blow her up tomorrow. And I don't think any, I mean, other than the fact that people would be insulted, I don't think she does. She really do anything. It's just a figurehead. Yeah, I guess she's just a figurehead. She's but I mean, maybe I mean when they when England's deciding to go to war or colonize another she country, she could be Batman. I don't she know. could be the one calling the shots. I yeah. doubt it, but maybe. So the specific threat was made against the Queen this Saturday because she'll be leading the 70th anniversary celebrations of VJ Day. You ever heard of VJ Day? Uh, it's Victory Over Japan Day? Victory in Japan Day. It's, you know, I'm from Rhode Island. Rhode Island is the only state in, in the United States that still celebrates Victory Over Japan Day. I'm sure the Japanese just love that holiday. Yeah, they, they love it. Yeah, you know, sweet, another VJ Day. But every other state just was like, eh, who cares? But Rhode Island was like, no, we got to celebrate. What do they do? Just like, you get a bunch of like, uh, like Japanese guy pinatas. Yeah, you get, you know, you get uh, some uh, replica atom bombs, you know. <laughs> you start blowing and, shit and up. just like go throw them at Japanese people. But I mean, why commemorate? It's like, okay, yeah, this is the day that we dropped a bomb and killed like 300,000 people. It's not like a victory to be proud of. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, yeah, we did what we, you know, but it's not like, let's celebrate this victory. Let's bake a cake. You're yeah. not going to bake a cake for this. Yeah. You know? It's not like the scientists who built the atom bomb were like, happy about it you know what, what I mean? is the queen is there is there a parade is she on the back of a car doing the wave thing she's on the back of of several japanese men yeah and they're carrying her through the streets yes. and uh yeah you know i guess uh they say the queen's not even concerned by the latest plot she's faced decades of determined threats against her life by the ira she's like 300 years old yeah she's used you know, to it whatever she's like i right. don't care yeah you know, she's like, whatever. And police have issued the business as usual advice. You know, just go ahead with your plans to celebrate VJ Day. Go drink, you know, seven pints of Stella. Smack around your wife. Go chase some Japanese people down the street. Are there Japanese people in London? Um, I never see I Asians there. I assume so. Tourists I, or people actually live there? Well, I mean, they, uh, they colonized China, you know, so there's... 
Yeah, what didn't of, the British colonize? Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you know? and they colonized everything. So yeah, the, you know the police are are going to uh, remain alert to terrorist threats, um, but they're not taking it too seriously. So I don't know if ISIS is going to be able to pull it off. But what would happen if they did? Do you think the English, the the commoners who normally just hate the royal family and think they're useless, would just be completely outraged? Do you think they'd be like, "We need to go to war, David Cameron"? Well, the last time somebody tried to book parliament they they made it into a holiday guy fox day named after the guy who did it oh yeah so they'd they'd have to change v day to vj day to uh isis day isis day yeah isis ISIS day Day where they go and try to blow up isis and send james bond after him so if you got to take out one member of the royal family which one would it be i think i forget the other one's name but i think william um just because I don't, he just, the one got, that just got me. He just had a kid. He just got a stupid look about him. I don't know. There's just something about his face that like makes me angry. I don't, I don't know why. Oh, and then he's starting to lose his hair. Break. He's balding. Yeah. And, and that's depressing to look at. You know what I mean? Cause I like that might happen to me. So like, I gotta say though, uh, it's a, there's a disproportionate hotness thing going on with uh, Pippa. Is her name Pippa or Mary Sue or I, whatever it's it Pip, is? It's Pippa, right? Or is that her nickname? I don't know. No, it's she's the brunette. I can't think of her name right now. But she just she has another kid. Like they just they she's pregnant right now. Kate Middleton. Ah, Pippa's her sister, who's actually even better looking. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Kate Middleton. Then I don't know what's is, going is, on. is is way hotter than uh, you think. Of Prince, if Prince William wasn't a prince, I don't think he'd be pulling that type of ass. Uh, no, no, not at all. But I mean, if you're a prince, you can do pretty much whatever. Yeah, you hence want. Ginger Prince, who's right. ginger and he's getting lots of ass. Right, and he dressed up like a Nazi. I would go for Charles. I'd be like, you know what? Let's just bomb Charles, ISIS. Right, that, because... That guy just kind of sucks. Yeah, and, and he, he ends up being the king, right? The Queen of England. She's, she's so old, she dies. He's the king. That guy? That guy's the king? Would he be the king? I thought it's like uh, William would be the king. Why would he be the king? The, the next in line, the next in succession would be Prince Charles. Yeah, I guess Prince Charles would be yeah, the king. He'd be the king. And he just sucks. I mean, wasn't he cheating on Diana with? Uh, he was, and then Camilla. He wrote her a, a famous love letter. You you told me this. I did. I didn't even. I didn't even know this. Where he said he wanted to be her tampon. He wanted to be reincarnated as her tampon. Yes. Yeah. Now, actually, you know, I, I have heard of this. I just I I haven't thought about it in years. It, it was yeah. It was a big deal. It was a big deal at the That's time. That's sexy. That's some sexy talk there. It's really disturbing. What do you think Donald Trump would think of that? Uh, I think I think it would it would really upset him. But I mean, I think <laughs> I mean one of the a Hell's Angel I think would be would be turned on by it because one of their rituals is is actually to get your Red Wings eat right. Yeah, you're earning your Red Wings exactly. Uh, don't pretend you haven't done that. But uh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump uh, in the news right now for um, I guess kind of it's sort of a jibe. But even though he's saying that's been blown out of proportion, but didn't he like uh, Megan Kelly asked him a question and he said that she was like bleeding from her wherever. Yeah, exactly. You know, he insulted her for uh, for um, being on her period. And, you know, I read something about because now he's back. He's like, oh, I meant, you know, blood coming out of her nose. Like, I didn't mean to say anything. there's nothing wrong with menstruation. And uh, and then, then now I've read that all these girls are live tweeting their periods to him with pictures. Like they're tweeting pictures of their bloody tampons to Donald Trump. And I got to say, keep doing that, ladies. I think that's a great idea. Right. His poor assistant. Um, <laughs> yeah. His, we'll his poor intern. Yeah. She's going to have to just look at a bunch of bloody tampons. 
That's great. But, then, but, it, you know, but this is the type of thing that follows a public figure. You know, Trump's going to be known for this. This is going to come up again. And Charles, obviously, you've never forgotten it. No, no, it's, but it's the only thing we know about Charles, really, other than he... No personality. Yeah, no personality. I think, I think he orchestrated the death of Diana. He said he wanted to be a tampon, and he's got big ears, and uh, that's it. What else, you know? I mean, what's he going to do? Just be uh, like a... He just wanted to be a tampon just so he could be inside of her? Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. That's supposed to be romantic? Yeah, like his entire body into her vagina. That is perfect. That's like a Woody a Allen re- level of perversion. An unbirthing, if you will. That's disgusting. Mm. Get him, Isis. Uh, well, we'll see. You know, I don't think the queen's going to be taken out, but uh, I would be interested to see what happens if she is. Like, if she's taken out this Saturday, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing what would happen. Though, if, if, if that happened, they would build like a 50-foot statue of her. I guarantee it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it would be yeah, just towering over the Thames. It would be like Ghostbusters 2. And it, was, <laughs> it would come to life and start walking through London. And just destroy yeah. Syria and ISIS. Yeah, I would like to see that. People, this is episode 496 here of Sick and Wrong. Um, a few people sent this, sent or posted on my Facebook page a link to this alien egg fetish thing called, it's, it's like a dildo called ovipositor where the, uh, a, a person could stick this dildo thing in, inside their ass or inside their, their, their pussy and, and insert gelatinous eggs inside there. And, and so... A, a, like quite a few people posted the Sick Wrong Facebook page. So I went up and uh, I looked up the website. It's primalhardware.com. And I contacted the guy who uh, makes the ovipositor. His name's Lone Wolf. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going to talk to Lone Wolf about uh, ovipositor dildos, furries, and, uh, and uh, wearables, which is another, you can like wear a wolf penis. Uh, interesting guy, but just definitely a very bizarre fetish. Anyway, uh, that's coming up next after a uh, word from our sponsor. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. Hello. Lone Wolf. Yes. D. Simon here calling from Sick and Wrong. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Um, well, dang, is it? Is yeah. it a flyer? Should I walk my face? <laughs> uh, no, you know, you can swear. You can do whatever you want. It's, uh, it's pre-recorded, but it's also a podcast. So uh, we, we get a little, <laughs> yeah, we got a little more leeway in that, in that regard. Um, okay. So you operate a website. That sells uh, animal penis dildos, harnesses, and one of the most, I'd say, one of the more bizarre sexual devices I've come across, the, the ovipositor. Um, yep. What, what is an ovipositor? An ovipositor in, uh, well, in nature, it is a structure found on some insects, and uh, um, I'm not sure if other animals use it, but I know insects do. It's a device that uh, is used to lay eggs inside a host. 
<clears throat> and if, uh, if you've seen the Aliens movies, you kind of get that yeah. idea with the face actors and such. <clears throat> yeah, I think they, so, they, uh, yeah, they had that ovipositor type of advice. So then, then what is the... So, what is the, the obvi, your definition of ovipositor? Well, our definition, the, the toy that we've created, basically uh, simulates the act of being impregnated by an alien or a creature with their eggs. Uh, it's just a fetish item, you know, for people that are into that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, so... And, uh, was the inspiration the alien movie? Or, like, where, where did you get this idea? Well, I wish I could say it was my own, but honestly, before I started Primal Hardware, uh, I was just a, a sculptor, an artist doing custom one-offs for people that couldn't uh, find what they were looking for elsewhere commercially available. And one of the things that I was getting requests for were ovipositors. So, uh, you know, I didn't really think it was a, a big thing, but it was niche enough that, uh, you know, it was really unique and no one else had them, so I decided to make them and... Uh, Turned out a lot more people like them than I anticipated. Did um did you come up with the name Splurch? It's very it's very descriptive. <laughs> Onomatopoeic yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Well what's the you sold two different ovipositors. What's the other one named? The Crubera. The Crubera. Yeah. Oh. That was actually a suggestion from a friend. Uh the uh, Crubera is uh based on Crubera Cave, which is the deepest cave system in the world. And uh, it's, it was kind of intriguing because I, I picture, like, this cave-dwelling, weird creature, alien thing, you know, that might be living deep down in the depths. So I thought it was a really cool suggestion. I liked it that we used it. Yeah, this, this alien egg insertion sex fetish is kind of a new one for me. So, so apparently, yeah. apparently there's a market here for this. If people are uh, asking you to, to produce custom um, ovipositors. Who's buying these? Do you think uh, more men or more women? You know, we're getting a lot of both. Um, and over the past couple of days, with the more media attention, I'm getting a lot more uh, questions about it that help identify whether or not the customer is male or female. Because honestly, we don't ask and we don't care. Um, but uh, we've been getting a lot, you know, more people saying, hey, you know, what about anal use? What about vaginal use? So it's kind of helping us identify. And we're actually getting a lot of both. So, so it works either vaginally or rectally, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So how, how does it work? Uh, well, basically the toy is just a hollow silicone tube, uh, you know, obviously phallic-shaped and made for insertion. Uh, in the bottom of it is a slightly funnel-shaped hole to help insert the eggs. Uh, as you might have seen from the website, we don't provide eggs for this. We provide you with a mold to, to make your own gelatin eggs. Okay, the idea being gelatin. that, uh, you know, there's, yeah, there's no real means of retrieving an egg if you put it that deep in you. So if, if it gets stuck, you know, what do you do? The idea is that the gelatin will actually melt the body and moisture. Oh, so, okay, so uh, it's only going one way. You don't have to, like, right. extract these. Well, well, you will, well, you will expel it. it. It just might be more liquid than solid at that point. You know, if they stay in you for long enough, they will melt. Uh, but mm. there's really no chance of them getting stuck. So, yeah, that, you know, was, a, that was one of my questions uh, that was coming up. I mean, how do you know if people are, are using the gelatin eggs or, or putting, like, ping pong balls or golf balls or something? Well, that's why we have the disclaimer on the site. You know, we sell this <laughs> as a novelty. Uh, it's, it's entirely up to the people to decide what's safe for them to do. We, do not, we absolutely do not suggest people doing that. And, uh, and our suggestion is to use 
very, you know, plain gelatin eggs. We do not recommend anything else. Um, and even that we leave up to uh, the person's interpretation, whether or not they feel it's safe for them to do. They can always ask the doctor. We're not doctors, you know, so. <laughs> have, have you ever tried it out or anyone you know? Oh, yeah. Yep. I, uh, it, it might sound weird, but I test all my toys. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is, during like the yeah. uh, like pre-production, you do some testing research before you produce oh, it? Yeah. Oh, and I've got friends that are, uh, you know, we're always getting emails like, oh, I'll, I'll be a product tester for you. It's kind of a running joke. Um, but hmm. uh, no, we, we definitely, um, you know, between me or some of the other guys I know or the girls I know, we'll, we'll try them out and stuff to make sure, you know, especially in the in the case of something this, this unique and weird that's not been done before. You definitely want to try it out and make sure you're not selling something that uh, either blatantly doesn't work or that's, uh, you know, really dangerous or anything like that. So Yeah, somebody yeah, get injured. Yeah. yeah, these have been well tested. How many of these gelatin eggs can someone fit inside their anus? <laughs> well, that depends on the anus. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess it's up to the person. People's rectal capacities are entirely unique, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you have a limit? To, but, I mean, do you have, like, a warning saying, like, don't go over six? No, I uh, I actually just say, you know, it's really up to you to de- uh, determine, you know, what you what your capabilities are, what your capacities are. Uh, know your limits. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> I like that. This could be uh, a motto. Think, know your limits. Don't go over six gelatin yeah. eggs in the ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Limit six max. Yeah. <laughs> we should put stickers inside them. <laughs> so you don't know if anyone's ever been injured using the product? Uh, not to my knowledge. Um, uh, we haven't we haven't come aware of any anybody being injured. We we certainly hope not, and we're we're not trying to put out products that that would injure people. But frankly, I mean, you can injure yourself with a pencil or a marble. I mean, if you use them wrong. Well, you know, we've we've had a few uh, emergency room nurses on the show, and they've told us about the array of things that people put in their ass. So, I mean, the, oh, a gelatin yeah. a gelatin egg hardly compares to some of the other things that we've heard about. You know, yeah, yeah, so, gelatin egg is pretty benign compared to some of the things that uh, that the internet has provided us with. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Lone Wolf, how would you recommend introducing an item like an ovipositor to your lover? I mean, some some women freak out when you pull out, you know, a furry handcuff. Or an enema bag. Oh, yeah. I could imagine being like, yeah. "Here's my egg shooter dildo. This is what I'm into, honey." You know what? I would I would watch some kind of alien movie or some kind of hentai, <laughs> and just kind of turn to your lover and kind of casually say, "You know, you're as hot as I am right now," and you know, see how they reacted. I mean, if they're open to that sort of thing, then you could say, "You know, what do you think of uh, this thing?" And then pull it out from the couch cushions. You know, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> like surprise. You know, I was planning for this. I mean, I bet you that's where this came. Is this a Japanese fetish? You think like a xenomorph um, alien fetish? Well, uh, like tentacle. It reminds me of tentacle porn. Yeah, well, um, I can't say that the Japanese culture didn't contribute to this. <laughs> I mean, I, that would be a blatant lie. But um, not to not to pick on the Japanese. I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, if you look at the aliens movies, that was. Um, Geiger, who I believe was was he was he German? I'm I'm not sure. And actually, I think Geiger was Swedish. But yeah, Swedish, I mean, maybe. he he definitely uh, um, sexualized aliens so, a lot of his art. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he was definitely an inspiration. Um, so I, I can't I can't blatantly blame the Japanese for this. <laughs> <laughs> so does your site? Uh, I, I checked out your site, primalhardware.com. That's w e r e dot com. People. Um, 
No. Does it cater mostly to furries? Like, is it a, uh, well, a furry fetish site? It, uh, it started out heavy in that direction, but we don't want to be exclusively furry. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the ovipositors and tentacles and stuff are kind of breaking from the uh, the furry fandom quite a bit. But uh, initially, a lot of our customers were furries, and, and a lot of the custom one-offs I was making started that way. So uh, the initial design of the site was sort of geared that way, but, um, you know, we're, we're not trying to be exclusively furry. Are you into the furry scene? I'm into everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like to I like to say that I'm trisexual. I'll try anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely uh, frequent um, you know furry conventions and stuff, and I have uh, you know a persona online and, and whatnot. So yeah, I'm definitely into it. I, I'm assuming by your name, it's a, you're into the. Is it a wolf outfit or wolf costume? Yeah. Yep. So, so tell me about this. I've heard of this, and I've always wondered if it's a real thing. Is yiffing a real thing, or is that something just like you know the uh, the internet made up? It's uh, well, it's it's a really bad stereotype with uh, with furries. Uh, the furry fandom is not necessarily sexual. Uh, I, I like to say that people are people, and you'll find sex in any any fandom and any faction of the human race. Yeah, um, so, I mean, there's obviously that faction of, of the furry fandom, and yiffing was. It's a really bad term that almost nobody uses. Really. Well, what does it mean? Um, they, it's the slang term for furries having sex, whether oh, okay. it be like in a, in a fursuit or not. It's it's uh, supposedly based on the sound that foxes make when they mate. Uh, oh. It's kind of sort of like an immature kind of. Uh, so it's a derog- it's, it's, it sounds derogatory to me. It's kind of like an edgy term for young teenagers, I guess. <laughs> they, okay, I see that. So um, when furries, um, I mean, usually typically have sex, I mean, do you usually wear the suit? Like, is that well, part of it? Again, well, again, people are people. Uh, I mean, you find, like, Klingon sex in the... Uh, in, in the, the Star, Star Trek, Trek conventions. Fandom. Yeah, I've heard there, of that. There, there are people that, yeah, it does happen. I mean, people have, have sex in fursuits, but that's not to say that's what fursuits are for. Uh, the vast majority are not. Like, fursuits are so freaking expensive that it, it would it would actually be kind of stupid for most fursuiters to have sex in their suit because it would just wreck the suit. Yeah, it's, and, a, it's uh, the same thing with people that are into cosplay. It's like a lot of people are like, well, do you guys yeah. have sex in your Superman outfits? It's like, no, I spent two grand on this thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they, can, and they can run a lot more than that, so it's... Yeah, how much are these fursuits? Oh, God, some of them... I, I mean, I know people that have spent 20 grand on suits. What's, um, wow. The one... Uh, one of one of the ones I have, the more elaborate one, is uh, is about a thousand dollars just in materials, and uh, I spent the better part of a year making it on and off, doing it on the side, of course. But uh, you know, there's a lot of money in it, and uh, frankly, I've never had sex in it, and um, uh, in that well, <laughs> yeah. in that particular one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. you know, I, I saw on your site that you saw a number of animal phallus shaped dildos, like different kinds of animals. Uh, some are strap-ons, yep. and others are wearables. But what, what's how does yep. a wearable work? Do you just put your uh, penis in it? Yeah, basically, it's a, it acts as like a form of extension. It's uh, and again, it's used for cosplay. Um, you know, furries use them on their suits to make them look more realistic or whatever. But uh, but really, it's just to change the shape of your own penis. You know, it, obviously, it makes it a little larger and, and very different in shape. And uh, and it's not necessarily for people that are just like, you know, I want to have sex with animals. It's not, it's not about that. It's, uh, you know, uh, 
it's more about the novelty of it, the uh, the nuance of it, just being a little different and edgy. Hmm. Uh, definitely about cosplay. Do you have sex with? I guess so. You, if it's wearable, you have sex with it on. Does it? I mean, do you also wear a condom inside of it? We we recommend it because um, our our products silicone is not it's non porous. So in theory, no fluid should leak from this if you have a wearable with a closed tip. We do offer one with an open tip that allows passing the fluid. Mm. Uh, but with a closed tip, in theory, nothing should get through. But we are not like rated or accredited as a contraceptive or anything like that. So we tell people that um, you know it's always safer to wear a condom anyway. Okay, I see. So is it? So is the inside? Is there like lube inside of it? Well, you would have to put lube on it to get it on you. Yeah, it's, it's silicone. So which animal yep. cocks? I guess do you sell on your site? And how do you how do you decide which ones to sell? Like, do you have like a brainstorming session? You're like, you know, maybe we we don't have a draft penis on here. Well, <laughs> uh, actually, it's it's based a lot on demand and what we uh, and what we see from. Um, uh, well, basically, like in the furry fandom, you see a lot more people that have uh, wolf personas uh, that are that are much more into wolves. So, you know, that was uh, one of our first, and then um, you know, horses are very big as well. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we branched off into that, and then people said, "Well, we want a smaller, we want a smaller version of your growler, which is our our, our wolf penis." Uh, so we made a fox one that's a little bit smaller. You know, things like that. So we're just kind of letting the people steer us with their with the demand. Do you ever do, like, fantasy ones, like dragon penises or unicorn penis? Well, we have um, we have plans of eventually going into that some more. Uh, like we said, we don't want to necessarily stay uh, furry-based. We, we do want to go into more fantasy stuff. Um, so, yeah, that, that sort of thing is in the plans. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have a good relationship with, uh, with some of the other adult toy companies, and we don't want to step on toes. Um, <clears throat> You know, Bad Dragon is very, very big, and uh, and they have a lot of uh, dragon type stuff. So, uh, do, do they also know, make wearables? Is that yeah, right? they do. They do too. Um, yep. Yeah, no, it's because you also have uh, strap-ons as well, so it's kind of the best of both worlds there. Um, so real, well, real quick, one more question here about furries. Uh, so, are, if you're a wolf furry, are you only attracted <laughs> to other wolf furries, or are wolf furries no, no. also attracted to like? Like a, a furry that's a bear. Well, I know. Well, I, I can only say what I've seen. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a good example, probably. But uh, I've seen plenty of, um, you know, wolf furries or or any other kind of furries with different species. So, like, there right. is cross species mating in the furry world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, people are people. I mean, uh, I mean, I certainly wouldn't date somebody just because they're a, a wolf furry, for instance. <laughs> you know, I want to know the actual person beneath the, the costume or the persona. <laughs> I guess that's part of the mystery, though. How do you know, like, if, uh, you know, you meet, their, meet this person, like, oh, my God, you have a very sexy wolf suit on. But as soon as they take off the mask, you're like, ah, I'm not attracted to you at yeah, all. Does that happen? <laughs> it's like a bait yeah, and switch. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Uh, how do you travel with an ovipositor? Like, how would you recommend travel? Because I, I, I probably wouldn't put it in my carry-on. Because if uh, the TSA, would you, like, if they pull it out of your luggage, oh. I'm sure they'd have questions. Absolutely. I would totally do that to the TSA. <laughs> I would recommend putting your carry-on. Freak them out. You know, that, that might be a good viral stunt for you. Is, uh, I bet you that would go viral. It'd probably get some more media attention. Um, probably. Do you ever go to uh, uh, conventions? 
like and, and sell absolutely. the other positors? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we just had a small convention up in New York that, uh, for the size of it, was very successful. It had a very low attendance, but uh, it was a lot of fun, and we, we actually sold a lot of product for the size of us. So I mean, really happy. Do you have competition? Like I, I've, I've never, oh, yeah. I've never seen any. So there are other Avi positor makers out there. Oh, not not specifically for ovipositors, no. Oh, okay. Uh, but for other like um, uh, furry and fetish and stuff like that, there's, there's a lot of other weird products and, and a bunch of other companies that do that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, we do have competition, but so far, I believe we're the only company out there making ovipositors. Yeah, it's, a, it's the first. It's the first time I've ever come across it. So, uh, Lone Wolf, thanks for being on the show. And um, I just want to tell everybody out there, you know, it's nearing the end of summer. Holidays are coming around. I think the ovipositor yeah. would be a great Christmas gift. It fits perfectly in a stocking. <laughs> <laughs> you could totally put it in a stocking. I think that makes sense. All right, we'll check out primalhardware.com. That's W-E-R-E.com. I just want to make sure people know that. All right, Lone Wolf, thanks for being on the show. It's been great talking to you. Thank you. Take care. So we got to get the phone calls, 206-666-3846. I got us another special guest. This show is filled with special guests. Episode 496 here. We got uh, Joe Kelly. Hey, yo. From San Francisco. <coughs> What's going on? Joe, Joe actually came down for the uh, Cat House Live Hair Metal Festival in Irvine Meadows. Went to that yesterday. 1987 all over again. I think it's funny, though, that I... So you had a $15 lawn seed it was like $15 for lawn for this this hair metal festival with like Skid Row Sebastian Bach from Skid Row a Tom Kiefer from Cinderella like all the guys were there uh, LA Guns Rat uh, Rat Dawkin Dawkin Faster Pussycat yeah um, but anyway you came all the way down from San Francisco to sit on the lawn and watch this this tragic um but we didn't sit on this this tragic comic metal festival but yeah as as, uh faye would have it we didn't sit on the lawn uh pretty close yeah your buddy uh dolly uh really uh hooked us up hooked it up yeah so we got we had tickets or we we ended up uh, doing the ticket swap thing and got the 160 sixty dollar orchestra seats it's pretty nice (laughs) (laughs) it just cracks me up though that any that somebody would be like Dude, I love Sebastian Bach so much. I'm going to spend $160 per ticket to see well, this. Well, there was even the, there was like the $500, like uh, nothing but a good time package, meet, meet and greet. Like, well, who, the, who the fuck would pay $500 to, <laughs> to meet fucking Faster Pussycat? <laughs> so it was $500 to meet everyone, like I all the performers? Know. I don't know. There was all different packages. I mean, there was some, they ranged, I think, up to like 600 or 700 Jesus. Isn't that insane? Yeah, the, it's it's insane. insane. But I mean, if you think about it, a lot of people there, like probably haven't been to a show since 1988. That's what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> Some interesting people there, for sure. My favorite guy was the guy that looked like Bob Madigan. He had his shirt off, and he's just dancing the whole time. Oh, air guitar. Yeah. Really shitty tattoos and a mullet. Yeah, it was something else. Yeah, you know, but some of those guys, like you know, I gotta say, Sebastian Bach didn't look that bad. Mm-mm. He was always pretty, though, back then. Yeah, he doesn't look so bad. Um, but some of these other dudes, like uh, the lead singer Faster Pussycat. Oof. 
<laughs> he just was like bloated, chain smoking the entire set. Yeah, looked kind of like like Marilyn Manson's dad. He looked like a like a like a transvestite. You just he looked pretty harsh. Yeah, yeah. I felt bad for that guy. Odd makeup. I love that band though. It was good. They, oh, they sounded great. Yeah, ten year old me was in heaven. I know. I saw you like with your lighter up in the air, right. singing, just yelling out, "In my house, pain." <laughs> <laughs> I think the best, the best, uh, per, the the best uh, set was uh, I would say Sebastian Bach doing all the Skid Row songs. Yeah. That guy's got a lot of energy. He's a showman. Yeah. He even pulls out his uh, skank stripper fiance, yeah. and like. Makes out with her and just like slaps her on the ass. Yeah, that was good. And then, uh, but the, I th- I'd say the best uh, set of the night was Tom Key for Cinderella. He sounded good. He sounded great. He sounded, uh, yeah, he sounded just like all the, the, he sounded just like the album. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Thing is about that show, I don't know if I've ever been in one, I guess one area at one time where there were so many fake titties. Insane like, amount. More of than a strip club. Yeah, it was crazy. Some just ridiculous. There were some women there that you know, like if uh, if they were on the Titanic, they could have just floated. Yeah, like, like those tits were so huge, like double G or triple G or something. Like they were just bigger insane. than that. Yeah, I mean, these, they, it was just ridiculous. Like mm. some of these women, I mean, they look cartoonish. Yeah, just bizarre. Yeah, but there were. Um, I didn't see too many. Uh, like I didn't see too many fisticuffs. People were pretty much getting along. The one guy, that one guy got like dragged out. And they were like, he, right, he was I missed resisting. that. He was resisting pretty hard, and they had him. They, had they him tase him. I don't, th- I don't think so. But there was like eight security guards. Oh, eight security guys yeah, like yeah. Uh, pulling this guy out. That's that's funny. But that was it. Yeah, I didn't see too much. I didn't see any uh, no girls fighting like in mud. There was the ripping Bobby, their shirts off. The Bobby Brown signing the chick from the uh, ch- uh, the cherry pie video. Oh, cherry pie, there yeah. A, there was a line, literally a mile line, people to I guess get her autograph. Did you see her? I did for a second. What'd she, she look like? Not so hot. Would you hit it? Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 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 It was definitely entertaining. I, you know, I think it was worth the uh, the fifteen dollar lawn fee that we actually paid. Oh yeah. To go see it. Fifteen dollars, yes. One hundred and sixty, no. No, I, I don't think I would pay that I much to see those bands. But like those bands, the only time they, I don't think any of those bands played like in a big festival like that all together anymore. Yeah. But I think uh, the only time those guys play is like when they play like a county fair. <laughs> you know, they, they do the county fair circuit, like going through like little shitty towns in Michigan and Ohio. I, do they? Yeah, yeah. No, I know Faster Pussycat does. Yeah. Jeez. I was surprised that, uh, you know, they had strippers up on stage. That was kind of hot. That was cool. I like that. And Ron Jeremy was up there. Did you of see course. him? I thank see, thank God he didn't strip. We saw him the night before. Oh, yeah, 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 at the Rainbow. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing, people. If you ever come to L.A. and go to the Rainbow, um, you're guaranteed to see Ron Jeremy. He comes in every night, like probably around like 12, yeah. 1230, yeah. just to see what kind of attention he can garner. Because yeah. I think he just wants people to like come up and be like, oh, my God, Ron Jeremy, let me get a selfie. Yeah. Because I think that's the only He doesn't drink. No. He can't drink. He, has, he, or he can't do Coke. <laughs> can't do blow. He has a heart, he'll have a heart attack and just die. He's still quite lecherous, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he fucks like a beast. Mm. And there's that little Wasp reference there. Guy, wish, uh, wish Wasp would have played. That would have been interesting. Was Wasp like kind of in that hair metal circuit, or were they heavier? They, yeah, no, they weren't. They were They were in that same. 
You think they you would put them because like you yeah. know like there's Slayer and and uh, Metallica and like all the heavier metal bands, yeah. but then there's the hair metal genre, which is like you know Motley Crue, they Poison, were, and all that. They were definitely in that. But like Guns N' Roses, were they hair metal or were they hard rock? They kind of had that look when they first started, but they quickly kind of got rid of that. So then would Wasp be considered in the Guns N' Roses category? No, I don't put them in that category. You put them in hair metal? Yeah. Have you seen a picture of Blackie Lawless these days? Yeah, he looks... Ah, he looks awful. Bad, yeah. Yeah, he he's like just bloated. Uh-huh. Yeah, he looks he looks like a gross old lesbian. <laughs> he's a witch or something. <laughs> anyway, um, it's good to see you again, Joe Kelly. How's uh, the tattoo tattooing going? It's good to be back. It's going good. I it's like going it. Good? I'm having fun. Yeah. I heard uh, you might be moving to New York City to do tattooing there. Supposed to, yeah, a couple months. Couple months. So uh, soon, people, New York listeners, can go get a tattoo from uh, Sick and Wrong's finest over here. Yeah. Do it. That'd be nice. Do it. Hey, you're telling me about uh, was it you or the other guy, your your colleague, who was tattooing the guy that was crying and farting? Oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> How often does that happen? Where you've had to deal with a guy crying while he's getting a tattoo and farting? Ugh, not that often, thankfully. <laughs> Would you continue the tattoo? Uh, Would you be like, I still got to finish the tail of the dolphin? Come on, man, just hold it together. <laughs> You know, I'm almost done. It's just your ankle, buddy. Oh, God. Meanwhile. (laughs) Hey, look, some people react. They all react their own way. And I guess this guy, his his reaction to the pain was the fart. Just a fart. Well, you know, I mean, he's probably, probably had to shit. And like he was holding it in, but the pain was too much. So he just let it go. Yeah. You must encounter a lot of BO, like body odor. Uh, That's what I hate the most. I hate uh, people's body odors, people, their BO or... Especially if you like, or you got to be right, right near it, so you can't get away from it. You got to. Yeah, because you're up. You're like leaning up, like right inside. Uh, a, you smelly know. feet. You know, like you're right up in their underarm. Yeah. Ah, it's so gross. It's pretty nasty. Well, you have to do. I guess if you're doing ankles, yeah, you got to smell feet. Yeah. Man, that's yeah, just man, that is just gnarly. Yep. I know, but you make the big bucks. Right. And you and you get all that ass. Tattoo guys always like tattoo artists always get ass, especially in San Francisco. Have you noticed that, like, a lot of those guys, like, the really rock star tattoo artists, they behave like rock stars. Yeah, I don't do that. You don't? No. Well, soon enough. You've only been tattooing for three years. That's true. Give me a couple years. A couple years. You'll just be, like, full-on leather pants. Right. (laughs) Just a rock star. (laughs) And just a vest, no shirt on underneath, because you could show off all your tattoos. Uh This is my work, baby. Can't wait. Anyway, it's good to have you here. Uh, We're going to do some phone calls. Uh, we got some good ones uh, this week. Um... Let me see which ones we got here. I know we got a shit story. We brought back the shit story segment. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Glad we revived that one. All right. You seem really excited. All right, what do we have here? Um, all right, the first story is uh, about a horse penis. Hey, guys. So a couple episodes ago, you did the story about the mini horse pisser guy. And uh, that reminded me, for some reason, I guess the horse... Some guy, um, did you listen to that show? It was like some guy went all the way to Texas to get a mini horse, like a miniature pony, to pee on his shirt. He wanted to have sex with it. And he got arrested or something. Yeah, but it was like Sheriff Joe Arpaio, the guy from from Phoenix. He went down to Phoenix, that's what it was. He's from Phoenix, but he's against like, uh, he's just that dickhead that uh, makes all the prisoners wear pink. He's against like, you can like go and search a Mexican guy. Without any um, suspicion, you just go up to him and just be like, let me see your papers. Right. 
just deporting every Mexican. So wait, the guy, uh, he he all all the horse did was piss on him. No, he met someone on Cra- well, he thought he was speaking to someone on Craigslist that was going to get the horse to pee all over his clothing, and he was going to have sex with it. With the sh- the shirt. No, with the horse. With the horse. Oh. But he was going to go home with a memento. Oh. He'd have the horse piss sweater that he could wear. Oh. Probably masturbate. And he was going to fuck the horse? It's like his masturbation sweater. Right. And he was going to fuck the horse. All right. And so it was a sting operation. Right. But they went so far as to get some, like a, a rancher that had miniature ponies. Operation Catch a Horse Fucker? <laughs> operation Catch a Horse Fucker. It's right. the tax dollars uh, well spent. Um, so yeah, he didn't even end up uh, having sex with anything. Fuck. Or getting the piss sweater. So anyway, this guy's referring to that. Mm. Fucking of Mr. Hands. And I know that's digging way back into the Sick and Wrong archive, probably nine years ago or so. But it made me wonder, if Mr. Hands was a mini horse, do you think that dude still would have died? Because I was wondering how big a mini horse cock was. I didn't know if you guys knew. I'm not going to Google that. But uh, it was something I was thinking about. So... Love the show. Keep it sticking wrong. Smell you later. This kid should Google that on his parents' computer. Is this a, is this a kid? Has to be a kid. Sounds like a woman. You think it's a woman? Yeah. Nah, that was a kid. Huh. I bet you that guy's like, that kid's like probably 14. Huh. 14 right. or 15. All right. That sounds like that to me. I don't, I don't know. But Those I mean, it, I do think that's something you should Google on your dad's computer, though. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that'd be funny. Mini horse cock. Um, mini horse cock. So... You know, a horse, he's referring to Mr. Hands. Like, Mr., do you ever see that video? No. You know what I'm talking about, Mr. Hands? No. This was like way back in the archives, sick and wrong. Um, they uncovered a bestiality ring in Seattle where these guys, and some of these guys are Boeing engineers, were going to this farm and they would get fucked by the different animals, like a goat, um, a couple, I think, a couple of miniature ponies and some other horses. They worked their way up to Mr. Hands. Mr. Hands was like this stallion with a big-ass horse cock. But this guy ended up not going through, you know, the levels. He was like, I'm just going to go straight to Mr. Hands. And so they put it in his ass, and it just, like, punctured his, like, perforated his colon, and he just died on the spot. But there's a video of these two guys. It takes two guys to pick up this horse's dick and just shove it in this guy's ass. I'll see if I can find it after the show. Have you seen seen the, uh, the Vice... Uh, the Vice did a story on, I think it was South America, where it's n- it's actually a natural thing for these people to, these kids, younger kids, before they actually have sex oh. for the first time, to fuck uh, Is it Colombia? Colombia. Yeah, it's And they fuck the donkeys, and then the dude, like, he, they, they bring him to where they do it, and then the guy's like, he come, he goes, like, around the bush, the corner, and the, and the, and the fucking, the guy's just, like, fucking fucking this little this donkey, and he just goes, oh, shit. He goes, wasn't expecting that. <laughs> the dude, I think the dude thought it would be really funny, yeah. and then when, he, when it actually occurred right in front of him, yeah. he was like, oh, man, this is gross. Yeah. It's making me sick to my stomach. And they show him. They block out the face. And yeah, but they show the guy. The guy like, show his the guy. pants are down, and he's, yeah. like, yeah, humping this donkey, a burrow. And, you know, the donkey probably doesn't even... Donkey was just eating, like just eating grass, just yeah. sitting there, like whatever. Yeah, you know, though uh, they say that because of their culture is so repressed, you can't have premarital sex. Right. So, like a lot of these these teenagers aren't getting laid because their culture is so repressed and so religious that that's just it's kind of accepted. Right. You can fuck a donkey unless you're married. If you get married though, and you're caught fucking a donkey, then, then people get really upset. Yeah. yeah. Like then they'll they'll like you know they'll, there'll be accusations you'll be um, shunned mm. like uh, and the whole village will shun you. Wow! 
So that, that's like worse than cheating on your wife with like a real, like a, a human woman. woman. Right. Because then you're going back fucking a donkey. It's like saying, this donkey has a better pussy than my wife. Right. Oh, but yeah. when you're a teenager, it's like, ah, oh, that's, you know, it's yeah. totally normal. Right. Let's go ahead and do it. Have fun. Right. Boys will be boys. So he's saying, uh, if this guy would have, if the, the guy that got fucked by Mr. Hands, had he gotten fucked by a miniature horse, do you think he would have lived? Yeah, I think for sure. Probably. He's still got to be a pretty big cock. I bet you it's like, yeah, I bet you it's pretty sizable. Like, like nine. I don't know if it's nine, nine inches. inches. Do you think nine inches for a miniature horse? They're not very big. Yeah, but still a horse. I'd say seven. Yeah. But the, the fact of the matter is, you know, it's been a kid, I mean, take this to heart because, you know, if you're going to start doing this, you don't want to go straight up to Mr. Hands. You want to work your way up to Mr. Hands. It's all about like perseverance. Hmm. And, you know, it's like, it's like training. You don't just like go and stick like a baseball bat up your ass. <laughs> you know, it's like you start small with a right. carrot or something. Right. And so the same thing with, goes with, uh, with horse cocks. I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just speaking right. from common sense. <laughs> <laughs> like you must lube the carrot yeah. first. Like this, this guy, had he just started with a you know a miniature horse or a goat or a pig or something, just worked his way up, I think he probably wouldn't have died from Mr. Hands. Yeah. But That's crazy. Yeah. Um I, I wouldn't call it a tragedy. I don't know, right. I, I don't know how much uh you know uh, this guy was doing for society. <laughs> um, but whatever. Um, all right, next, uh, next one here. Oh, yeah, this guy, Pickle Boy, follow-up. So this, this dude, we did a story like, uh, it was a good month ago or something where some guy called in and said like, when they were in high school, they took one of their friends and like, shoved a pickle up his ass. Like, they held him down, shoved the pickle up his ass, and then the rest of this guy's high school career, they referred to him by the nickname Pickle Boy. And so I think I was saying, I was like, the Pickle Boy... You know, get a 12 gauge shotgun and wear a trench coat and come back and kill all of you because that's what I would have done. Yeah, that's rough. Like, don't, don't you think if you were that kid, if you were Pickle Boy, if your friends, quote unquote, held you down, sodomized you with a pickle, and then told would, everybody, would you just be and told everybody, wouldn't you, the was, only thing you would ever think of is getting revenge on oh, these guys? Yeah, totally. I would not, I don't think I would be able to live, like, live and function like as a normal human being in society unless. I got revenge, vengeance. Or he's just really retribution. repressed it so much that uh, it's going to come out in some other way. You know, he's just, he's... Oh, oh you, yeah, you think he's going he's gonna to be like some kind of weird serial killer yeah, or something, or yeah, fetishist? Or, yeah, something. He's going to go get an ovipositor right. dildo, shove some eggs up his ass. Maybe he's going to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? Talk about some shit. <laughs> All right, here's the Pickle Boy follow-up. What's going on, Dan Lance? This is Lee from New Jersey. Uh, last week I called about Pickle Boy. You could see this. Wanted to do uh, a little follow up. I also got a two parted call here, so I'm going to try and keep this under three minutes. But I just wanted to say that uh, Pickle Boy never turned into a serial killer or anything crazy. He didn't shoot the school up. He just kind of never grew over to be five feet tall and turned into a huge asshole, so he never really let him forget the fact that he had a pickle up his butt at one point. Now, second part of the call, I got a little shit story for you. Um, also, going back to high school for the backstory anyway, there used to be all these redneck kids that would come back in for the weekend, and they would just come in and be like, yo, dude, I drank 20 beers this weekend. I got so drunk, like, I shit my pants. And we'd always just, like, look at each other and be like, how could you get so drunk that you shit your pants? So fast forward Good to app. June of this summer. My brother and a couple of friends and I, we all went to um, a camping music festival. 
And on the one night, a huge rainstorm came through. They, like, shut the music down. It was, like, 10 o'clock. So, like, well, we're going to have a good time, you know. We're still going to not let this rain ruin anything. So we go back to the campsite and just get completely hammered for, like, three hours. We just binge drink this shitty vodka. So do that, pass out, wake up in the morning. And I wake up at, like, 6 in the morning just to one of my brother's friends, like, dude, who threw up in the tent? It fucking stinks in here. So I just hear, like, a big commotion, and then a bunch of laughter, and just the one, uh, his one buddy just, you did not do that. He's like, there's there's no way you did that. He's like, hey, you're, you're, come here, come look at this. So I go in, open the tent up, and sure enough, in his sleeping bag, there's just a huge turd just all mashed Man, up in his sleeping bag. sleeping bag. I guess he had absolutely no recollection uh, of it. Pinching one out in the middle of the night, it must have just slipped out somehow. This is so retarded. This underwear was completely hit us roam in the ditch behind the uh, behind our little campsite. I just wow. think the funniest part is that he was trapped in a bag for the whole night with a huge shit. It wasn't like it just was in his bed and rolled away. It was pressed up against him for the whole night, steaming in the hot sun. So yeah. Yeah. No, he had to sleep in his own shit. Hmm. It's like shitting the bed. I mean, I've shit the bed before <laughs> once <laughs> and wrote about it. But yeah, um, I have shit the bed once. But shitting a sleeping bag has got to be worse than shitting a bed. Eh, it's about the same, about I guess. About the same, I think. Man, that sucks. At least you could just like throw away the sleeping bag. Yeah, the bed. I mean, bed. you have to clean it. Right. I mean, I'd throw away the sheets. Right. But the sleeping bag. But what sucks about that is, so what's this guy going to do? Is that the first night they're camping? Yeah, right. <laughs> that sucks. I would rather, but he's lucky, though, that the guy managed to hold it. Because well, what happens if you're like, you know, you go up camping, you you go to this, didn't they say they're going to a festival? I think so. So, well, like, for example, the hair metal festival we had yesterday, what would have happened, like, if, I don't know, whatever we ate for, for lunch disagreed with you and ended up shitting your pants? Like, you had no other pants, what would you do? But he's camping out, so he can't even, like, how is he properly even going to clean himself off? There's no shower. There's got to be, like, a river or something. Something. Don't people camp near rivers? I, can't, I don't know, I guess. I'd get in the river. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that's the thing, though. Like, it, had this been a few hours earlier and the guy was just wasted at the festival, shit his pants, I highly doubt his, uh, his buddies would have been like, sweet, we're going to drive you back to, uh, to the campground so you can change. Right. I don't think, I don't know, I don't think I would have done that. I don't think so. I wouldn't want you in my car. No way. <laughs> Gross. But then what's it good to do? Just sit there and hang out with you, like, on your blanket on the lawn? <laughs> Just like, hey, what's up? Shit my pants. That's the smell you're smelling right now. Uh, Sucks. Fuck. fuck. <laughs> there is nothing worse than that. I can't imagine, yeah. You've never, it's never happened to you? Not even no, once? No, I never did that. Shut up. Never. You've never once shit your pants? Never. I, I guess I haven't shit my pants. But I've shit, you've never shit the bed? Nope. Wow. Nope. You call yourself a drinker. Um, I know, right? <laughs> Have you ever had a girl shit the bed? No. That shit would... her pants? No. <laughs> Why, no. You, how do you dodge these bullets? I don't know, but that's, I'm glad those are bullets I dodged. Yeah, that's one thing. Like, uh, like my sister, who has shit. My sister not only shit uh, in her sleeping bag, she and Big Jer were sharing a sleeping bag. So she shit on Jer in the sleeping bag. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why? Because she was so drunk? Just wasted. She has IBS. Jeez. 
She was wasted. This is a few years ago. I think she was wasting. They might have done mushrooms or something, but they were like passed out in the sleeping bag sleeping. And she said she woke up and just could smell Ooh. the smell. And yeah, she had like shit herself. Not a lot, but enough. And she couldn't get Jerry so pat, like he was so drunk and passed out. She couldn't even wake him up. She just slept, she just slept, you know, until the next morning. And was just like, God, you're so gross. It's gross. Ugh. Yeah, he married her. I know. Um, that dude totally surprised me. I wasn't expecting a shit story. I thought he was going to give me a Pickle Boy follow-up. Yeah, Pickle Boy, and then boom. Yeah, shit story. Shit story. Um, good, so, good job. Yeah, the next call actually is a shit story that I had planned for, but seeing that that guy caught me off guard, I didn't get to play the theme music. So let me play the theme music. Shit story. All right, here's the, la- here's the actual shit story that I had planned for. Happened in Wales. All right, dear lads. Um, yeah, got a shit story for you. Uh, this is PJ from Cardiff. And then, um, yeah, just been listening to Podcast 44. And then noticed that you got your new That's an old one. shit story jingle, so I thought I might call it on my own. Right, so I'm a student at the moment. Uh, then story rolls around that one my female roommate was having a mate coming down to visit her and uh, she was quite attractive so I thought right I might get in there you know do my thing kind of thing and uh, I wonder how often that happened you know I never had a female roommate in college actually I did I take that back I did have a female roommate my uh, junior year and I shagged two of her friends they do that you have female roommates no, it wasn't in the dorm. Oh. We lived uh, we lived in an apartment oh, oh, okay. in a flat. But uh, yeah, my uh, I don't want to say her name here on the show, but because uh, <laughs> she might listen. But anyway, yeah, two of her friends that came and visited. That's actually an ideal situation, people. And get a female roommate. Yeah, you should do that. If you move to New York, get a hot chick to live with you. I've had uh, I've had a few, not besides girlfriends. I've had a few uh, female roommates, and they've been the messiest roommates i've had oh really like yeah. really messier than that dude oh yeah i had one when i first moved to sf uh just she, tampons bloody tampons all over the room she's just a mess she would make food and then like not clean up and then uh it would just it would like uh, overflow onto the stove like the dishes would come out of the sink onto the stove and it dude. would just be disgusting i didn't i i, I started not uh, i started just getting paper plates <clears> and <throat> uh i would go to make coffee and there would just be like mold in the in the thing she just wouldn't clean up anything she was a filthy filthy disgusting person that's that's very atypical though i know usually aren't women supposed to be somewhat tidy they're supposed to be wow yeah yeah she was not so see this guy's gonna shag his uh his roommate's friend uh, we went out uh, had a few drinks and whatnot and then we got together and then she said oh, i'm going outside for a fag so i was like yeah yeah sound sound then time passed and then been like half an hour maybe and she still hadn't come back so I was like where the fuck's she gone so then we went out and then she was just sitting there in the smoking area just fucking looking hammered her face was grey she was fucking swaying and shit she just looked like a disgrace anyway like um, a disgrace oh yeah and then all of a sudden <laughs> you know this guy still would have hit it right. at this point this guy still would have hit it, even though she looked like a disgrace. Yeah, totally. All gray. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even maintain her balance. Right. 
she just fucking puked all over the floor. Ah. Fucking bounces saw and everything. It was fucking vile. And then we just knew, right, there you go, that's the end of the night, done. We're going home. Uh, anyway, as the bouncers were trying to take it out, she said, oh no, I, I want to go to the bathroom first. So everyone's like, oh fucking right, just get it out of her system. And then um, she'll be fine, we'll take her home. So then the girls took her to the bathroom and said, right, uh, meet us outside, we'll only be like 10 minutes. So I was like, okay, yeah, sound. Two hours passed. Two whole fucking hours passed. Calling them non-stop, like, where the fuck are you? No answer, nothing. So I Wait a second. She, they, they, this caught her puking, and they went outside. She's smoking here. She's puking. They're going to kick her out, but she wanted to use the bathroom. And they just left her in there for two hours? Wait, don't you think her friend... Her, your roommate, obviously, isn't a very good friend. No. Because wouldn't you be, like, concerned? A little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. just... You know, I was at a... I was at a show about two months ago. I don't know if you met my friend uh, Megan, but she was there with this guy that she just started dating. She made me date him for like three or four months. And uh, he's all right, but he's kind of one of those like a straight dude with a lisp. Like, you're always kind of like, really? Why do you have a lisp? Right. Like, would you work on that? That is a... I think it's, a, it's more of like a speech impediment. Really? But that's also... What do you th- why, like, why do so many gay guys have that affectation? Do you think it, it's... it's is I it? think they force it. I think yeah, it's an affectation. It's an affectation I, I, yeah. I think they. I don't think it's natural. It's not natural. How could it? I mean, be? Like I would appear even more gay. Right. But this guy. I mean, I'm assuming he's straight because he's having sex with uh, my friend Megan. But um, but yeah, it's just this this lisp. I think it's like more of a speech impediment. Right. But I would have went to like a speech therapist or something. But anyway, we're we're at the bar. We're hanging out, and like the dude was gone. Like he's been he was gone for like a half an hour. Just disappeared. And we're watching the show. And, this, and Megan appeared all distressed, and she's like, I don't know where he is. I don't know where Tim went. And I was like, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know him. She's like, can you go check the bathroom? And I was like, all right. So I went over and checked the bathroom. Sure enough, that dude was, because he was wasted before. He was just passed out. He must have been puking in the toilet, but he just passed out in urine. Oof. Just like right, all around the men's toilet. Is that at a show? Oh. At the Echo. He's just like passed out in the urine. And so I just kind of like went over and I saw him and sort of like just kind of kicked my, yeah, I saw us, you know, just kind of kicked because the door wasn't even closed. Right. And I sort of kicked him and he wasn't getting up. So I just went back out and I was like, yeah, he's passed out in there. And she's like, oh, what should I do? I was like, I don't know. I got to go. <laughs> so I just split. How does that happen? I don't know. But they, they're still dating. Oh, man. I yeah. Think that's. So that, that's why, like, in this situation, if I was this guy, I'd be like, I'm out of here. Yeah, totally. Really started to get pissed off and worried, because where the fuck were they? The next minute, uh, the girls come out carrying um, the drunk bitch around her arms. And then she just walked up to me with a fucking petrified face on her and just said she shat herself all over the bathroom in the club. Ah. I could not fucking believe it. it was, <laughs> apparently, it was going up the walls. It was on their shoes. <laughs> she fucking shit herself in her undies. Had to fucking leave them there. Oh, I was fucking vile. And then we had to fucking have the pleasure of carrying the fucking drunk bent home. Oh, man. Fuck me. And then just to fucking put the cherry on top of the cake as well, when she got back to the flat, she fell on the bed, passed out and pissed herself all over my roommate's bed. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. I hope it, that was a, a northern bird story here. for you.
Uh, All right, well, thanks for that. Chicks and whales. Man. Shit. God. Yeah, what would you do about that? Like, if you went out... Have you ever been on a date with a girl, though, that was just a total drunken mess like that? Not that much. Well, not, not that not, shit herself. Not that shit, but... Uh, huh. I don't know. I mean, I would probably, depending on how well I know her, if it was just like, you know, a Tinder date and a I just met date, her yeah. and she's acting that drunk and like puked or something, I mean, I'd probably try to catch her a cab. Yeah, put her in a cab. Yeah, put her in an Uber. Yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, I don't think I would deal with that. No. Why would you? Yeah. I don't know. You know, though, I bet you this guy could have gotten laid. With Sounds like sh- it. With shitty, shitty drawers? <laughs> with shitty drawers. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty gross. Man, yeah, that sucks. Nothing kills a boner faster than a girl who shits herself. Yeah. 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 It's not attractive. I wonder what happened the next morning, though. That's what I want to know. Like the next morning when you're eating breakfast and she comes Uh, downstairs just with this nasty headache. Shit. shit, Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what happens. She probably tries to... Play it off, you think? I don't know. How how do you play that off? She be mortified and just... And Would you just like get up and just leave, go home, just not talk to just, anyone again yeah. in that house? If that was me, yeah, you just, I would just leave. <laughs> just be funnier if she's just like, ah, I want some more coffee. God, I got so drunk last night. Did I shit myself? <laughs> oh, yeah. Happens every time. <laughs> Gotta stop drinking that Captain Morgan's. Oh, boy. Oh, man. It sucks. Anyway. Uh, people call uh, your shit stories in, 206-666-3846. You can call other things in as well, but uh, shit stories, you can... You know, call that number. Um, we don't have time for emails. We got to get out of here. Uh, Joe Kelly's got a hot date. Boom. Got a hot date, yeah. So uh, we, we're on a time constraint. Yes. Uh, people, you can still buy t-shirts right now at the Sick Wrong store, sickwrongpodcast.com slash store. We only have like, maybe like two mediums, maybe one, one or two mediums left, a couple smalls. Uh, but I am redoing the Cafe Press store. I have a bunch of new designs up there right now. You go to cafepress.com slash sickandwrong. And uh, you can buy any size T-shirt from there. Uh, we also have a couple prints still available, too, so you can get those at the Sick and Wrong store. Uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. You know, I really do hope they don't blow up the queen. I hope ISIS does not blow up the queen. I like the queen. I think she's funny. Cracks me up that they even have a queen. I know. What does she actually do? Anyway? Nothing. Nothing, right? Nothing. She's just like, she's a figurehead. Yeah. She has no authority. Right. Same with the prince, right? But the prince is just kind of hang out. Yeah. Impregnates his hot wife. Right, and probably has kids. Fucks. Oh, Prince Harry. Yeah, yeah dude, Prince Harry. Like, it's, he parties. Yeah. Remember when that dude wore a Nazi uniform? Yeah, that was weird. Like, as uh, to a costume party. Right. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, would you? If you're the prince, I'd be like shagging. I know, like, they probably have some kind of security detail on you, but I'd be like, come on, dude, I'll give you a few pounds. Let's go pick up some sluts. Right. Some hussies. Right. Shit themselves, shit themselves at Buckingham Palace. Mm. But anyway, I'm going to dedicate this one to uh, all the limeys in limey land. I know they talk shit about the queen and the royal family, and they're like, ah, I hate supporting that waste of our tax dollars. But you know if ISIS blew up the queen, you guys would be getting your, your, red, your red shirts back on, your muskets, and going over there to like fight Syria. So I'm going to dedicate Sex Pistols, God Save the Queen, to uh, the Queen of England, to all the limeys. Um... Joe, thanks for being on the show. Oh, anytime. I'd like to thank uh, Harrison for being on the show for the intro. And I'd like to thank Lone Wolf for Primal Hardware for uh, talking about the ovipositor dildos. Still just a bizarre thing. It's quite bizarre. It's a bizarre thing. Yep. 
Yeah. By the um, way, when can I get rid of the... Uh, the eggs? The eggs. <laughs> I think they just come out naturally. I don't think you can do anything to stop it. I feel full. Just seeps it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I'm amazed you got 12 of them up there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the guy said no more than six. Yeah, I'm a talent. Wow. I have a talent for it, I guess. Yeah, no, you're a tough guy. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah, people will be back next week with episode 397. Till then, take it easy. Perfect beer for putting everything on hold for the weekend to focus 100% on whatever. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag up for whatever. Yeah, they cut some flack for that. Because it was like they said it sounded kind of rapey. You up for whatever?
Up for whatever. Up for whatever.